Welcome to Kingdom Testimonies. This is Lisa. It is Friday, September 24th, 2021. I'm trying not to move too much because I have some quail that are eating right outside the door. And they're very skittish. I gave them some water, but they don't seem to want to stick around when they know, they know I'm right by the door. Okay, well, it's Friday. Woohoo! And we are on chapter 36 in 2nd Baruch. He has a vision. Um, so it's, it's actually, oh, they're coming back. They're coming back. It's, uh, it's actually going to be a very nice day out for me right now. It's 9 a.m. Um, I've been up since six, just kind of organizing things. I was supposed to get the chickens this weekend, but my son has too many other things to do in preparing to sell his house, which I completely understand that. And so I'll be getting them maybe next weekend, unless he can find time <clears throat> time on Saturday. But he said he doesn't want to rush with it. So I'm just preparing for that, and that's about all I have planned for today. All right, let's get into uh, Baruch's vision. Uh, it's the vision of the forest, the vine, the fountain, and the cedar. Okay, now we, we know also Ezekiel had a vision about a tree and vine and stuff like that. So let's see if that's the same. And when I had said these things, I fell asleep there. Okay, now this was as he was weeping in the ruins of the holy place. And I saw a vision in the night, and lo, a forest of trees planted on the plain, and lofty and rugged rocky mountains surrounded it. And that forest occupied much space. And lo, over against it arose a vine, and from under it there went forth a fountain peacefully, now that fountain came to the forest and was stirred into great waves, and those waves submerged that forest, and suddenly they rooted out the greater part of that forest and overthrew all the mountains which were round about it. You know what that verse reminds me of is if you have enough faith, you can command this mountain to be moved into the sea. I don't know. Okay, verse 5, and the height of the forest began to be made low, and the top of the mountains was made low, and that fountain prevailed greatly, so that it left nothing of that great forest save one cedar only. Also, when it had cast it down and had destroyed and rooted out the greater part of that forest, so that nothing was left of it, nor could its place be recognized, then that vine began to come with the fountain in peace and great tranquility. And it came to a place which was not far from that cedar, and they brought the cedar which had been cast down to it. And I beheld, and lo, that vine opened its mouth and spoke and said to that cedar, Art you not that cedar which was left of the forest of wickedness, and by whose means wickedness persisted and was wrought all those years? And goodness never. And you kept conquering that which was not yours, and to that which was your, you did never show compassion. 
and you did keep extending your power over those who were far from you and those who drew near you. You did hold fast in the toils of your wickedness, and you did uplift thyself always as one that could not be rooted out. But now your time has sped and your hour is come. Do you also therefore depart, O cedar, after the forest, which departed before you and become dust with it, and let your ashes be mingled together? And now recline in anguish and rest in torment till your last time come, in which you will come again and be tormented still more. Okay, after these things I saw that cedar burning and the vine growing, itself and all around it, the plain full of unfading flowers, and I indeed awoke and arose. And I prayed and said, O Lord, my Lord, you do always enlighten those who are led by understanding. Your law is life, and your wisdom is right guidance. Make known to me, therefore, the interpretation of this vision, for you know that my soul has always walked in your law. And from my earliest days I departed not from your wisdom. And he answered and said unto me, Baruch, this is the interpretation of the vision which you have seen. As you have seen the great forest which lofty and rugged mountains surrounded, this is the word. Behold, the days come, and this kingdom will be destroyed, which once destroyed Zion, and it will be subjected to that which comes after it. I wonder if they meant this is the world. Because it makes more sense that this is the world when he says, after that, Behold, the days come, and this kingdom will be destroyed. Okay, the kingdom of the world, which once destroyed Zion. And it will be subjected to that which comes after it. Moreover, that also, again, after a time, will be destroyed, and another, a third, will arise. And that also will have dominion for its time, and will be destroyed. And after these things, a fourth kingdom will arise, whose power will be harsh and evil, far beyond those which were before it. And it will rule many times as the forests on the plain, and it will hold fast for times, and will exalt itself more than the cedars of Lebanon." Okay, so the cedars, the forest of cedars, that's the world. And by it the truth will be hidden, and those who are polluted with iniquity will flee to it, as evil beasts flee and creep into the forest. Okay, this sounds to me like the beast system. Um, is that possibly the one cedar, which is uh, the Antichrist? <clears throat> Question mark on that. And it will come to pass when the time of its consummation that it should fall, has approached, that it should fall. Oh, the time of its consummation that it should fall has approached. Then the principate of my Messiah will be revealed, which is like the fountain and the vine. And when it is, re when it is revealed, it will root out the multitude of its host. And as touching that which you have seen, the lofty cedar, which was left of that forest, and the fact that the vine spoke those words with it, which you did hear, this is the word. The last leader of that time will be left alive, with the multitude of his hosts will be put to the sword, or when the multitude of his hosts will be put to the sword, and he will be bound, and they will take him up to Mount Zion, and my Messiah will convict him of all his impieties, and will gather and set before him all the works of his host. And afterwards he will put him to death and protect the rest of my people, which shall be found in the place which I have chosen. 
and his principate will stand forever until the world of corruption is at an end and until the times aforesaid are fulfilled. This is your vision and this is its interpretation. Okay, now Baruch has some more questions. Chapter 41. And I answered and said, For whom and for how many shall these things be? Or who will be worthy to live at that time? For I will speak before you everything that I think, and I will ask of you regarding those things which I meditate. For lo, I see many of your people who have withdrawn from your covenant, and cast from them the yoke of your law. But others again I have seen who have forsaken their vanity and fled for refuge beneath your wing, wings. Reminds me of Psalm 91. What, theref what therefore will be to them? Or how will the last time receive them? Or perhaps the time of these will assuredly be weighed. And as the beam inclines, will they be judged accordingly? And he answered and said unto me, These things also will I show unto you. God's very patient. Uh, <clears throat> as for what you did say, to whom will these things be? And how many will they be? To those who have believed, there shall be the good, which was spoken of aforetime, and those who despise, there shall be the contrary of these things. And as for what you did say regarding those who have drawn near and those who have withdrawn, this in the word. As for those who were before subjects and afterwards withdrew and mingled themselves, and the seed of mingled peoples, the time of these was the former and was accounted as something exalted. And as for those who before knew not, but afterwards knew life, and mingled only with the seed of the people which had separated itself, the time of these is the latter and is accounted as something exalted. And time shall succeed to time, and season to season, and one shall receive from the other. And then with a view to the consummation shall everything be compared according to the measure of the times and the hours of the seasons. For corruption shall take those that belong to it, and life those that belong to it. And the dust shall be called, and there shall be said to it, Give back that which is not yours, and raise up all that you have kept until its time. But do thou, Baruch, direct your heart to that which has been said to you, and understand those things which, you, which have been shown to you, for there are many eternal consolations for you. For you shall depart from this place, and you shall pass from the regions which are now seen by you, and you shall forget whatever is corruptible, and shall not again recall those things which happen among mortals. Go therefore and command your people, and come to this place, and afterwards fast seven days, and then I will come to you and speak with you. Okay, so the Lord's telling them, you're going to die, but <clears throat> he's going to forget everything that's corruptible, and that's a good promise. I like that, because it's it tells us that the things that are corruptible, you know, that's, that's this world. And when we leave, we're going to forget the things that are corruptible, the evils and, and things like that. And that's, like I said before, I don't know, several weeks ago, that's a, that's a good promise because of all those who have been abused and mistreated and are suffering their sufferings won't be remembered. Okay, chapter 44. And I, Baruch, went from thence and came to my people, and I called my firstborn son and the Gedaliahs, my friends, and seven of the elders of the people, and I said unto them, 
Behold, I go unto my fathers according to the way of the earth, but withdraw you not from the way of the law, but guard and admonish the people which remain, lest they withdraw from the commandments of the Mighty One. For you see that he whom we serve is just, and our Creator is no respecter of persons. And see you what hath befallen Zion, and what hath happened to Jerusalem. For the judgment of the Mighty One shall thereby be made known, be made known, and his ways, which though past finding out, are right. For if you endure and persevere in his fear, and do not forget his law, the time shall change over, change over you for good, and you shall see the consolation of Zion. Because whatever is now is nothing, but that which shall be is very great. For everything that is corruptible shall pass away, and everything that dies shall depart. And all the present time shall be forgotten, nor shall there be any remembrance of the present time which is defiled with evils. For that which runs now runs into vanity, and that which prospers shall quickly fail and be humiliated. For that which is to be shall be the object of desire, and for that which comes afterwards shall we hope. For it is a time that passes not away, and the hour comes which abides forever. And the new world, which does not turn to corruption those who depart to its blessedness, and has no mercy on those who depart to torment, and leads not to perdition those who live in it. For these are they who shall inherit that time which has been spoken of, and theirs is the inheritance of the promised time. These are they who have acquired for themselves treasures of wisdom, and with them are found stores of understanding. And from mercy have they not withdrawn, and the truth of the law I have they preserved. For to them shall be given the world to come, but the dwelling of the rest, who are many, shall be in the fire. Do you therefore, so far as you are able, instruct the people? For that labor is ours. For if you teach them, you will quicken them. And my son and the elders of the people answered and said unto me, Has the Mighty One humiliated us to such a degree as to take you from us quickly? And truly we shall be in darkness. Meaning they feel there will be no knowledge. And there shall be no light to the people who are left. For where again shall we seek the law? Or who will distinguish us uh, for us between death and life? And I said unto them, The throne of the Mighty One I cannot resist. Nevertheless, there shall not be wanting to Israel a wise man, nor a son of the law to the race of Jacob. But only prepare you your hearts, that you may obey the law and be subject to those who in fear are wise and understanding, and prepare your souls that you may not depart from them. For if you do these things, good tidings shall come unto you, which I before told you of, nor shall you fall into the torment of which I testified to you before. But with regard to the word that I was to be taken, I did not make it known to them or to my son." That, was, that part, little part was in brackets. I'm not sure. Okay, <clears throat> chapter 47. And when I had gone forth and dismissed them, I went there and said unto them, Behold, I go to Hebron, for thither the Mighty One has sent me. And I came to that place where the word had been spoken unto me, and I sat there and fasted seven days. He's doing a lot of fasting for seven days, but it seems like he's not hungry or thirsty during that time. All right. Chapter 48, and it came to pass after the seventh day that I prayed before the mighty one and said, 
O my Lord, you summon the advent of the times, and they stand before you, and cause the power of the ages to pass away, and they do not resist you. You arrange the method of the seasons, and they obey you. You alone know the duration of the generations, and you reveal not your mysteries to many. You make known the multitude of the fire, and you weigh the lightness of the wind. You explore the limit of the heights, and you scrutinize the depths of the darkness. You care for the number which pass away, that they may be preserved, and you prepare an abode for those that are to be. You remember the beginning which you have made, and the destruction that is to be, you forget not. With nods of fear and indignation, you command the flames, and they change into spirits. And with a word, you quicken that which was not. And with mighty power, you hold that which has not yet come. You instruct created things in the understanding of you, and you make wise the spheres so as to minister in their orders. Okay, there we have a reference to uh, planets. Oh. Armies innumerable stand before you and minister in their orders quietly at your nod. Hear your servant and give ear to my petition, for in a little time we are, are we born, and in a little time do we return. But with you, our hours are as a time and days as generations. Be not therefore wroth with man, for he is nothing, and take not account of our works, for what are we? For lo, by your gift do we come into the world, and we depart not of our own will. For we said not to our parents, beget us, nor did we send a Sheol and, and say, receive us. Okay, this discourse that uh, Baruch is saying is when he's fasting seven days. So he's in, in pretty clear thought at this point. What therefore is our strength that we should bear your wrath? Or what are we that we should endure your judgment? Protect us in your compassions and in your mercy help us. Behold the little ones that are subject unto us and save all that draw near unto you and destroy not the hope of our people and cut not short the times of our aid. You know, this is the only Old Testament prophet I have heard of that has prayed for um, the little ones. Maybe there others have. I mean, Isaiah has said some things, but it's just kind of interesting that that's in there. For this is the nation which you have chosen, and these are the people to whom you find no equal. But I will speak now before you, and I will say as my heart thinks. In you do we trust, for lo, your law is with us, and we know that we shall not fall as long as we keep your statutes. To all time are we blessed at all events in this, that we have not mingled with the Gentiles. For we are all one celebrated people who have received one law from one, capital O, one, and the law which is amongst us will aid us, and the surpassing of wisdom which is in us will help us. And when I had prayed and said these things, I was greatly weakened. Weakened. Not the weekend. Weakened. And he, capital H-E, so the Lord, answered and said unto me, You have prayed simply, O Baruch, and all your words have been heard. But my judgment exacts its own, and my law exacts its rights. For from your words I will answer you, and from your prayer I will speak to you. For this is as follows. He that is corrupted is not at all. He has, brought wrath, he has both wrought iniquity as so far as lie could do anything, and has not remembered my goodness, nor accepted my long-suffering. Therefore you shall surely be taken up, as I before told you. For that time shall arise, which brings affliction. 
for it shall come and pass by with quick vehemence, and it shall be turbulent coming in the heat of indignation. And it shall come to pass in those days, in those days, that all the inhabitants of the earth shall be moved one against another, because they know not that my judgment has drawn nigh. Okay? <clears throat> that, of course, is, uh, is it Matthew, where it says people will be lovers of selves, and hating one another, and selfish, and all that stuff? I don't think Baruch knows yet, though, that the Lord's talking about centuries to come, you know, another 2,500 years in the future or so or more. For there shall not be found many wise at that time, and the intelligent shall be but a few. Moreover, even those who know shall most of all be silent, and there shall be many rumors and tidings, not a few. And the doing of phantasms shall be manifest. Ooh, what's that? That's something Disney can conjure up, I'm sure. And promises not a few be recounted. Some of them shall prove idle, and some of them shall be confirmed. And honor shall be turned into shame, and strength humiliated into contempt. And probity destroyed, and beauty shall become ugliness. <clears throat> and many shall say to many at that time, Where hath the multitude of intelligence hidden itself? And whither hath the multitude of wisdom removed itself? And whilst they are meditating these things, then envy shall arise in those who had not thought aught of themselves. And passion shall seize him that is peaceful, and many shall be stirred up in anger to injure many, and they shall rouse up armies in order to shed blood. And in the end they shall perish together with them. And it shall come to pass at the selfsame time, that a change of time shall manifestly appeal to every man. Because in all those times they polluted themselves and they practiced oppression and walked every man in his own works and remembered not the law of the Mighty One. <clears throat> okay, that a change of times shall manifestly appeal to every man. It's an interesting statement. Okay. Therefore a fire shall consume their thoughts, and in flames shall the meditations of their reigns be tried. For the judge shall come and will not tarry. Habakkuk 2, Habakkuk 2 again. Though it tarry, wait for it. Okay. Because each of the inhabitants of the earth knew when he was transgressing, but my law they knew not by reason of their pride. Oh, that's a loaded statement. That is a loaded statement. Let's read that one again a little more slowly. Because each of the inhabitants of the earth knew when he was transgressing. People know when they are transgressing. And then God says, but my law they knew not because of their pride. Who? But many shall then assuredly weep, yea, over the living more than over the dead. And I answered and said, O Adam, what have you done to all those who are born from you? And he's blaming Adam. And what will be said to the first Eve who hearkened to the serpent? Mm -hmm -hmm. For all this multitude are going to corruption, nor is there any numbering of those whom the fire devours. But I think Baruch is just forgetting what the Lord just said. 
each of the inhabitants of the earth knew they were transgressing. Okay. Yes, Adam and Eve caused the fall of mankind. We were cast out of the Garden of Eden. We were cast out of the presence of God. Um, but you can't, I mean, yes, yes, it, yeah. We can blame Adam and Eve, but what good does that do? Oh, them little quail are so cute. What good does that do, you know, to blame Adam and Eve? It doesn't do us any good. We all have the ability to go to the heavenly Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem. You know, we all have that chance. Okay, so Baruch's still talking. For all this multitude are going to corruption, nor is there any numbering of those whom the fire devours. And the Lord was saying, more will go to the fire than will go to heaven. That's a sad business. Okay, but again I will speak in your presence. You, O Lord, my Lord, know what is in your creature. For you did of old command the dust to produce Adam, and you know the number of those who are born from him, and how far they have sinned before you. You have existed and not confessed you who have existed and not confessed you as their creator. And as regards all these, their end shall convict them. And your law, which they have transgressed, shall requite them on your day. Okay, so there he's acknowledging what the Lord said. All right. All right, chapter 48. But now let us dismiss the, wig, the wicked and inquire about the righteous. This is in brackets, and it says it's a fragment of an address of Baruch. So I think the brackets are fragments. Okay, and I will recount their blessedness and not be silent in celebrating their glory, which is reserved for them. Okay, he's inquiring about the righteous and the glory, celebrating the glory that, that is reserved for them. That's cool. Yes, you know what? We need to celebrate. I just highlighted that. We need to celebrate the glory that is reserved for the righteous. Yes, we do. For assuredly, as in a little time in this transitory world in which you live, you have endured much labor. So in that world to which there is no end, you shall receive great light. That was a little fragment, and I like it. And I like it. Another highlight. <clears throat> Okay, remember in Daniel, uh, well, Isaiah says, 60, arise, shine, your light has come. And in Daniel, they will, they will uh, Daniel 12, I think, they will shine as the flights in the firmament or something like that. Yes, that's coming. Okay, alrighty, we're on chapter 49. Nevertheless, I will again ask from you, Almighty One, yea, I will ask, made all, I, I will ask made all things. In what shape will those live who live in your day? Or how will the splendor of those who are after that time continue? Will they then resume this form of the present and put on these entrammeling members? Entrammeling. What in the world does that mean? I gotta look that up. Okay, I looked it up. It has the meaning of um, fetters, hint, hint to hinder, um, or fetters, okay, which are now involved in evils. 
and in which evils are consummated? Or will you perchance change these things which have been in the world, or also the world? And he answered and said unto me, Hear, Baruch, this word, and write in the remembrance of your heart all that you shall learn. For the earth shall then assuredly restore the dead, which it now receives in order to preserve them. It shall make no change in their form, but as it has received, so shall it restore them, and as I delivered them unto it, so also shall it raise them. Hmm. For then it will be necessary to show the living that the dead have come to life again, and that those who had departed have returned again. That makes me think of when Jesus died on the cross and the temple veil was torn in two and the dead were raised out of their graves. Crazy stuff. And they walked about Jerusalem, the streets of Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass when they have severally recognized those whom they now know, then judgment shall grow strong and those things which before were spoken of shall come. I wonder if that's what he's talking about when Jesus rose from the dead. Huh. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass that when that appointed day has gone by, that then shall the aspect of those who are condemned be afterwards changed, and the glory of those who are justified. Okay, hold the phone. I wrote in the margin zombies. Okay, let's just explore this a little bit. If there are going to be those who are glorified during the Great Tribulation, will there then not also be those that are quotation marks unglorified zombified i don't know i'm just throwing that out there i'm throwing that out there um you know there's a lot of talk about zombies and why all the movies about zombies and netflix series and all that crap you know everything they put on television is is like a a foretelling it's not even a prediction it's it's a foretelling because they know what's coming they're doing it um and some have said that the vaccination changes your dna and actually makes you a the walking dead you know i mean i'm just saying what's what's people are saying that's out there decide for yourself if it's truth Um, but listen to what he's talking about here. And this is the Lord saying this. Okay, I'm going back to uh, verse 3 in chapter 50, right before it. For then it will be necessary to show the living that the dead have come to life again. Okay? And that those who had departed have returned again. Was Was this happening... When Jesus rose from the dead, was that also a foretelling of what was going to come? I'm really intrigued by this. Um, I think we're going to start at chapter 50 again <clears throat> tomorrow. I think we're going we're gonna to read this again. I need to chew on this. Just, I mean, a couple of verses earlier. Um... Those who had departed have returned again, and it shall come to pass when they have severally recognized those whom they now know, then judgment shall grow strong, and those things which before were spoken of shall come. 
Okay. Uh, the aspect of those who now act wickedly shall become worse than it is. They will suffer torment. As for the glory of those who have now been justified by in my law, who have had understanding in their life, who have planted in their heart the root of wisdom, then their splendor shall be glorified in changes, and the form of their face shall be turned into the light of their beauty. They may be able to acquire and receive the world which does not die, which is then promised to them. Because Jesus did say when he was talking to Peter and the disciples and John was standing close by, he's like, what is it to you, Peter, if John remains until I return? That's some crazy stuff. For over this above all those, all shall those who come then lament. That they rejected my law and stopped their ears. When they see those over whom they are now exalted, but who shall then be exalted and glorified more than they, then shall they respectively be transformed the latter into the splendor of angels what and the former shall yet more waste away in wonder at the visions and beholding of the forms this is too much this is too much we're going to start here tomorrow it's time to stop anyway i am highly intrigued right now okay so what what a cliffhanger huh okay all right. Well, I'm going to finish my coffee and uh, watch the birds. Did they all leave? Oh, they all left, I suppose. It's 930. But, okay. Well, on that note, uh, there you go. We're going to dig into that more tomorrow. Oh, no, on Monday. I'm sorry. It's like, remember the uh, the old... Oh, here they come back. Little quail. Uh, remember the, um, I used to watch soap operas when I was in my 20s. I used to work at a bank and at noon was my lunch hour, noon to one. And when I made my way up to supervisor status, I got to pick my lunch hour and that was at noon. And that's when days of our lives came on. So are the days of our lives. And... It's funny because I was, and my mom watch, would watch it at home, and I would call her, and I'm like, can you believe what happened? And then on Friday would be the big cliffhanger. And then Monday would come around, and it was like, this is so stupid. It's, that's not, it wasn't even a cliffhanger. Well, I'm telling you, this is a cliffhanger. All right, so I'm going to let you go, and I pray you all have a blessed day.